Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. It is Sunday, December 10th, the day I'm recording. I've already got two ranked wins under my belt today. It's only 11 a.m. I finished Christmas shopping yesterday. Didn't go that far over budget. Please subscribe, though, so I can make more money from YouTube revenue and make that money back. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you guys. Stopping by in the doldrums, S-A-T word, of September, de de September, December. It is December. MLB The Show is slow. Slow right now. But we do have some content that came out on Friday. That is reasonably okay. By no means is it stellar, but it's good. And I think one thing in particular is much better than expected. So, thank you guys again. For being here, make sure you are liking the video, make sure you are subscribing to the channel, commenting your thoughts on anything down below. If you are an Apple or Spotify OG listener, before we were even on the YouTube, I love you guys a ton. Like I said, you guys are the OGs. Please make sure you are following the podcast. Leave a five-star review. How often do I tell you to do that? Basically, never. And let's keep shooting up the podcast charts. All right? Let's talk about some stuff. I will first start with the upcoming calendar, as that is a sensible place to start just about all the time. And, huh, there is no upcoming calendar. Okay, so there is no sensible thing to talk about in that regard at the moment. There are 11 days at time of recording left in set 5. Make sure you are finishing that. I would imagine we get some sort of calendar update on, like, Tuesday or maybe Friday. Because... Is there really no calendar right now? Oh, there it is. There was no calendar in Diamond Dynasty, but there is one on the homepage. I have found it. So on Friday, they dropped the finest other program. We'll be talking about that. And Finders Keepers Pack 2, we'll be talking about that as well. Uh, on December 21st, there will be a Finders Keepers collection reward. Fun stuff. On December 15th, double XP and a new event. A new to 23 event, build teams from new card series. Haven't we, isn't that what's going on right now? I feel like we just did that. Uh, on 1220, December 20th, a Forever Wonder program. Oh boy, yep, the Forever programs are here. Earn more than 100 packs in a new other program, complete missions to unlock rewards. On December 21st, Season 6 launches player items from all sets returned to ranked. New event, Battle Royale ranked, mini seasons, and qu conquest. It looks like there is no new team affinity based on that. Nutsy commented, shout out Nutsy, on the last podcast episode. Uh, when we were kind of throwing around the idea of potentially no TA6, he had mentioned that they had six seasons of Team Affinity planned. I, after he, I didn't remember it at the time. After going back, obviously Nutsy is 100% right. I would never accuse the man of being a liar. He is a man of law. Um, but it looks like maybe they've pivoted. Unless this is vague and they just didn't include all the information, which would not shock me. Um... But it doesn't look like there's going to be Team Affinity 6. I'm not saying that's a hard and fast fact. Oh, the demo screen came up. Hold on, we're going to get out of this. Um, I'm not here to spread false information, so I could be wrong. But based off reading this calendar, it does not say anything about Team Affinity. So, we'll see. Hopefully there's an announcement on that soon. Also on December 21st, the Holiday Cheer Free Bundle. And return of previous packs in the shop. That is interesting. I have theorized 
that there will be some sort of weird collection in season or set six, whatever you want to call it, where it's like collect 1,200 cards from during the year. Or that might be a lot. A thousand. I don't know. Pick a number. If you look at some of these prices, and we're done with the calendar now, so it's okay if we leave the screen. Let's go to collections. Let's go to set collections. Let's just go back to set one, for example. David Justice is 120k. Joe Morgan is 144k. Gary Carter is 110. Walter Johnson 116. Brooks Robinson 400. He's a World Series reward, I think. 400,000. Max Scherzer 150. It is unreasonable <laughs> to buy all these cards at full cost for a lot of people. Not everybody. I know a lot of people have already stocked up. My hope was to stock up on as many of these assholes as possible. Even Danny Valencia is 116k, and he's a 90 overall. I've completed every single collection, but that does not mean I have every single card. I have most cards from set 3 onward. 2 and 1, a little iffy. I, this is pure speculation, total guess probably wrong. I, I'm hoping there's a big-ass set 6 collection where it's like, hey, every card's available, let's collect them all. Like Pokemon. So if that's the case, those packs that are going to, like, give us back some old stuff are going to be A-OK -okay for me. Big fan of that. Um, now, the unfortunate thing with Set 6 potentially not having Team Affinity, it's pretty obvious, there's going to be nothing to do. Um, there will be, like, new BR, new event, new World Series. I would imagine there's only one more of each of those, and then they're going to go just forever stuff. Um, I mean, fuck, this could be the forever stuff coming out. And then it's just like, you're playing for the love of the game. You're playing because you love baseball. You're playing maybe to improve and get better. Maybe you're playing to have a full P5 lineup. There are a variety of reasons to play at that point, I guess. None of them actually have to do with reaching in-game goals. If that makes sense. Like, there, there is no content to grind for, in theory, if there's no team affinity. Um, I am looking forward to set six, but I'm also like, I, I want to show you guys my lineup right now. Not because I think it's super juicy and cool, which it is, but I feel like set five's lineup construction is like the least, um, what's the best way to put this? The least, like, commonplace. Like, so many people are running different lineups in set 5, and I love it. Like, I'm running guys that people aren't really using across the board. Brandon Drury's my second baseman right now. He's not great in terms of, like, I'm hitting 351 with him. For me, that's, like, whatever. But, like, I, I mean, he's been fun. And he's somehow a diamond defender. I mean, don't even get me started on that. JP Crawford, you guys know, is the best card in the game. I say that every episode. I say that every video. You all should be using him. I am fucking in love with JP Crawford. Kyle Seeger, he's a collection guy. I haven't seen him a lot. I'm shocked. I'm still struggling with him. We're working on it. He's my cleanup hitter. We're going to be fine. Joe Maurer, I'm wildcarding a catcher. No one's doing that right now. I'm like, I'm just having fun in set five using the guys I want to use. It's one of the first times all year where I felt like there's actually a little bit of lineup diversity. You know, you're not running into Switch Hitting Demon, Mickey, Ellie, and Chipper Jones all in the same lineup at once right now. It's kind of nice. Um, 
I'm just, I, I feel like right now, my lineup building is in a good spot. You know, pitching ultimately is always going to be what you want to do. You can do whatever the hell you want. I'm running Cliff Lee, Corey Kluber, Randy, Tom Glavin, Tarek Skubal. And then the bullpen is just like, close your eyes and pray. They're all, they all suck. But, I mean, I'm having fun. So, set six is going to be a doozy. I will put out some sort of video, probably a podcast episode, as long as there's new content. As long as there's not new content. Um, trying to, like, decipher... All right, set six, every card's available. Here's actually what the best team is this year. I'm going to try my best. There will be, of course, some personal preference and bias in it because I'm a dirty, disgusting, biased Yankee fan. Um, shout out Juan Soto. But also... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be fair. Um, like, you can already make pretty easy assumptions that this Acuna will be there, Mickey Mantle will be there, this Mike Trout will probably be there, this Cody might be in here. So, like, we're going to, you know, it's either Joe Maurer or Adley. Like, it's kind of obvious stuff. But I, I want to go through fully and put together the best team, rotation and bullpen included, humanly possible, just to kind of see what this year has actually given us. Chipper Jones will obviously be a third, I would imagine. Elliot Short. Like, we can we can literally do it right now. Um, but I'll go through it. I will go through it. So to the content that came out on Friday. We got a Retro Finest Other program. Oh, they took away the staticky noise. Oh, I'm just realizing. So as you can see, it's Sunday. I haven't touched this program yet. I've been playing a ton of Baldur's Gate 3. I'm addicted to it. I purchased it late. I didn't purchase it when it came out. Hence why I'm still playing it now. It's so much fun. Uh, but this program is built like that 2023 Finest program. Just a little smaller in terms of scope. Uh, you can get a Richie Ash Cheeks that no one's going to use. Jim Palmer that no one's going to use. Troy Percival, maybe. He's kind of funky. And Harold Baines has a really nice swing. Each of these are one point, and then you have your online or offline missions that you could do to get more points. There's also moments for the reward path players, which we'll talk about momentarily. And then online and offline stuff to do. Player-specific and series-specific. Finest series, to be precise. Not 2023 finest. Retro-finest. Um, the, the reason I've yet to do this program, other than playing Baldur's Gate 3, is that... None of these cards are eligible in the current event. And that's like the place you want to grind this stuff. I'm not pl taking these players into ranked. I just don't want to. Ranked is not a conducive place to grind in that way. Even if it's, you know, these cards are good, which most of them are okay. It's it's still not a great grinding place. Give me All-Star. Give me like Shield... Uh, not Shield Woods. Uh, ship it. A nice level stadium that I can choose. And let's just go ball. So at the new event, if they're eligible, I'll do it. If not, no big deal. Um... I will obviously do it at some point. I don't view any of these cards as like 100% necessity. They are certainly good. But in my opinion, none of them crack... Well, one of them maybe cracks my God Squad. But we'll talk about it. You guys are staring at him here. Joe, Sideburns, Tori. Look at those. Not even Sideburns. They're mutton chops. Uh, he has a third base primary with catcher and first base secondary. He is not as good as the demon Joe Tori we got a year ago. You guys remember that Joe Tori? It was inexplicably cracked. Max Contacts we love. Max Vision and Max Clutch are great. 107 Power Right is fine. 
95 power, that's a little on the lower side for a righty batter, especially of his caliber, but it's not going to kill you. He is still a power hitter tendency. He fits the durability team. He fits the catcher secondary team. 70 fielding in his secondary is not amazing, but like it's catcher fielding really doesn't matter. All you care about is arm strength and reaction. 72 reaction is not great either, but whatever. 54 speed, it's Joe Torre. What the fuck are you asking for? Like, not a horrible card. He's got dead red, he's got pinch hitter, he's got situational hitter, he's got unfazed, he's got decent quirks. I don't see a world in which a lot of people use him, but if we're being honest with ourselves, he's not built poorly. This is a good card. Robin Roberts. We still have his rights. I don't know why. I might at some point do a how to pitch with Robin Roberts video. Do I want to do that? No. No, I don't. Uh, but we're kind of running out of pitchers to use. Uh, sh um, preview for this Thursday. I, for some reason, purchased Cy Young for 750,000 stubs. And I did a video with him. It's a short video, just letting you guys know. You'll see why. I mean, I think you can all guess why, but you'll see why. Um, we might do Hal Newhauser and we might do Robin Roberts. Like, that's kind of where we're at with pitchers right now, unless more miraculously drop. Maybe the Finders Keepers collection will be a pitcher. That'd be fun. Um, this Robin Roberts has max stamina, which is, is a myth, because stamina isn't real. 103 hit per nine is a little low for, like, this time of the year, especially with a retro finest. 91k per nine is definitely low, but maybe he wasn't a strikeout pitcher. Max BB per nine, basically max control, 96. That's pretty damn good. He's got a dot. 116 pitching clutch we love. Velo and break, 99 a pop. Let's check his quirks. He has breakout liar, which is good. Pitch mix ain't bad. I would trade the curveball for a slider in a heartbeat, but if he didn't throw it, he didn't throw it. I mean, look at these pitch controls. Jesus, immaculate. 92 is the lowest. That's on the changeup. And then the breaks, 85 is the lowest. That's not that bad. I mean, this, I mean Robert Roberts, pitch-wise, might not be bad. I'm really worried about the K9 hit 9, but we'll see. If we do a video with him, we'll give him a shot. Lubrock is here. I fucking love Lubrock cards, man. Um, He's obviously perfect on the base pass. I'm covering it with my face, but he's 99 speed, 99 steel, 99 base running aggressiveness. He is a pinch runner at least. 85 in the field with 90 reaction. It's not the best, but you could probably get away with him also as a defensive replacement because of his speed. 72 arm, though, just be careful. I wouldn't put him in center. Um, 125 clutch is obviously the best. 119 vision is great. His swing is crazy good no matter what the vision is. I, the, the complaint I have with this Lou Brock is that I wish his contact left was a lot higher. 125 contact right. 106 power right. We love that. That's actually cracked for Lubrock. But 102 contact left, 86 power left. Like, if you're giving me 115 contact left, 86 power left, we're talking about a usable card, given Lubrock's incredible swing. I know his clutch makes up for it with runners on base, but he's a leadoff hitter, most likely. You're already starting the game with no runners in scoring position. And that's one at-bat in which you'll have to deal potentially with 102 contact left. He is max bunting. If you're a lunatic, he fits the durability team. He's Lou Brock. I mean, it's not that he's good, bad, indifferent. Of course, I have some things to say about him, but, like, he's Lou Brock. That's all you guys gotta know. He's got one of the best swings in the game, and if you don't know that, I implore you to try this card. And I mean that seriously. Try this card. His swing is just insanely good. Uh, Joe Nathan, in my opinion, should be in everybody's bullpens. I'm a little upset that they took his cutter away. His sinker-cutter play really well off each other because of his arm angle. 
sinker cutters often play well off each other regardless of the pitcher, but especially with Joe Nathan. He's historically been pretty good. Four-seam slider, 12-6 sinker circle change. I would have taken away... Honestly, you think I'm crazy? I would have taken away the slider and given him the cutter. His 12-6 is actually pretty good. At least it has been in the past. Uh, 125 hit 9, 122 K9. Yes. 125 clutch. Yes. Max break. Fantastic, obviously. Uh, 90 control, 90 BB per 9. Mm, a little scary, but it's not It's not the worst. Um, and he has no really beneficial quirks. Well, he does, but like nothing you're going out of your way for. Uh, just a nasty card. Joe Nathan's great. He should be in everybody's bullpen, in my opinion. Um, but as I said up front, bullpen is just a shithole. You can do whatever you want there. Nobody's going to get outs anyway. Um, but cool card. We've got three left. Kevin Euclid. They finally gave him a 99, and honestly, a really good one. The only gripe here is the vision at 91. If it was if it was 100, we're talking. If it's 110, we're, we're having a field day, because this is a crazy good card. Uh, 118 contact right, 121 contact left. We love that. 116 power right, 100 power left. 100 is certainly on the lower end, but gotta play plenty. He's got a nice swing. Max clutch, max discipline. Woo! Uh, he does not fit the durability team. He's got max in the field, first and third. If you're playing him in right field, you are a loony tune. I wouldn't do that. 99 reaction, though? I mean, fuck, maybe. 62 speed, though. I don't know. I mean, I don't see why anybody would need to play this guy in the outfield at all because of how deep the outfield is. Uh, but, like, you could legit use him at first and third. Legit, legit. And, I it, like, I, I expect to see him on occasion. I will not be stunned when I see Kevin Euclid. His card's built really well. He has a nice swing. The vision is going to be the only, like, actual negative factor here depending on how quickly you turn on fastballs personally. If you react well, it's not going to matter. If you don't react well, it's going to matter. Uh, cool card, though. All right, we have thoughts on Joe Carter, right? You guys, if you're longtime viewers or listeners, you know that Joe Carter, in my opinion, has like a top three worst swing. So bottom three swing in this game. It is horrific. He kind of hunches over the plate. He humps it a little bit. He's slow on the swing on the inside part of the plate. There's just nothing good about him. We've also never really had a good built one or well-built one, excuse me. But then you look at this son of a bitch. 103 contact right, not good. But he has max clutch. 120 contact left, 125 power left, 117 power right to go with that lower contact. Built very well. Here is the interesting thing. He's got 122 vision. If there was ever a time for this idiot with a terrible swing to turn on inside pitches from right-handers, it's now. I, humbly will probably not be the one to try it <laughs> because I hate Joe Carter's swing. But if the goal was to make a semi-viable Joe Carter, they may have achieved it. I, the 103 contact right is definitely lower than I'm comfortable running on Hall of Fame and the occasional Legend game, even with the clutch. But if you're an all-star or like teetering on Hall of Fame player and you want to give a different guy a shot, he does have 122 vision. He's, I, To my knowledge, I don't think he's ever had vision that high before. Then you have 82 fielding, 84 arm, and 69, very nice speed, with 77 reaction. He's not going to be a horseshit corner outfielder. I would play him only in right field until you get him P3, and then you can put him in left and he maintains his gold badge. Uh, center field, you're out of your mind. First base, like, you could, but there's a million other first basemen. I wouldn't put him there. And then lastly, the creme de la creme. They did it. 
Those SOBs finally did it. Shout out to you, SDS. I don't know why you made us wait so gosh dang long, but Willie friggin' Mays is here in all his glory. Because this card is nuts. 121 contact right, 116 contact left. Great. We love both of them. They both become 125 with runners in scoring position. He has max power versus both sides. He has max clutch. He has 117 vision with his stupid swing. That's going to help a ton. He fits the durability team. 99 fielding, 94 arm, 97 accuracy, 95 reaction. He fits the arm accuracy team to my knowledge. Uh, 85 speed. This is one of the slower Willie Mazes that we've had. This is his age 34 season. He probably wasn't lighting it up on the base pass that year. 47 steal, 57, 56 base running. He was more of a power hitter who could stretch some doubles into triples. But my golly gosh, I think he's still going to play fine in center. 85 speed, 95 reaction, 99 field. I mean, that's great. I am not the biggest Willie Mays fan in terms of strictly his swing. But, but... A card that looks like this is gonna make me believe. F it, it's gonna make me believe. It's gonna make me try him out. When I get him, I'm gonna try him. The problem is, <laughs> he's not replacing Acuna, he's not replacing Trout, and Brian Reynolds has the edge on him because he's a switch hitter. And then when you look ahead to set six, Mickey Mantle's a switch hitter. If I want to keep using Brian Reynolds, he's a switch hitter. Trout, Acuna, like, it's tough to fit him. It's going to be a personal preference thing. If you like Willie Mays, this is finally the Willie Mays for you. You look at his quirks, too. Unfazed, fighter, breaking ball hitter, dead red, situational. He's got all of the good ones. Other than pinch hitter, but he's not... I mean, Willie Mays never pinch hit probably more than five times in his life. Because uh, he always started every freaking game. Just an insane card. A crazy good card. A card I'm, I'm so happy we finally have. Because it took so long to get him. Let's look at those other four really quick. Ashburn, Palmer, Percival, Baines. Um, Ashburn. Oops. Richie Ashburn. Max contacts, terrible power, max vision, max clutch, max bunt, basically max field, max speed. Uh, he's Richie Ashburn. He's, he's putt-putt. He's putt-putt. Someone in my Twitch chat will make me use him at some point, I'm sure. Uh, Jim Palmer's just going to be on the Orioles, so we can look at him right here. Oh, so is Harold Baines. That's convenient. Uh, I wasn't sure which team Baines would be on. Jim Palmer. I mean, we could maybe make a video with him, too. He throws so gosh dang slow, though. Max Stamina, good hit per nine. Bad K per nine. Control's okay. Break is is incredible. His pitches are going to... Yeah, his pitches... Well, not really, though. Sinker... Actually, he kind of sucks. I'm shocked at that, actually. Sometimes Jim Palmer cards can be sneaky. Okay, this one's not. We're not using Jim Palmer. Harold Baines. Oh my god, I fucking love Harold Baines cards. He's a DH, which is good, because you never want to play him in the field. 114 contact, right, 118 power, right, 109 contact, left, 103 power, left, 120 vision, 105 clutch. Ah! They massacred my boy. If he has 115, 120 clutch, we're talking. Uh, he's, he's gonna be a really fun BR and events card. It's unfortunate to categorize him as that, but that's what he's gonna be. Um, God, his swing is so good, though. And the other one is... Percival. Troy Percival. We'll just go to the Angels here. It's close. Troy Percival. 
There he is. Did they give anything meta? No. Four seam, 12, six slider changeup. He has, he doesn't have outlier. Wow. Uh, he has stopper. So he's going to be, if you're pitching from behind, max hit per nine, almost max K per nine. Velo breaker, great. BB per nine, whatever. He doesn't... Ha He's a closer with only 107 pitching clutch. That surprises me. Um, He's Troy Percival. Uh, he's... You're getting away on gimmick if you're using Troy Percival. You're not getting away on actual, like, well-built pitch mix or anything like that. His attributes are good, but, like... If you're using him, you're relying on the gimmick of his weird delivery and very slow 12-6 curveball to, to screw people up. Which might work for you. I'm not demoralizing, or putting that down, rather. Um, if it works for you, great. I'm just saying that's probably what you're relying on, and that's fine. Um, but that's where we're at, guys, with Friday content. We're at the point, I, I keep saying this every week, there's less and less to do. It's okay if you're playing other games. Actually, let me know if you're playing other games. What What is occupying your time right now? If you're still playing MLB The Show and, like, mixing in some other stuff, I'd love to know what that stuff is. Um... Pokemon DLC comes out pretty soon. I think this week, actually. We might streamy stream that. We'll see. Sometimes people like the Pokemon stream. We'll see. We'll have fun with it. It's the off-season. And once, like, January comes, towards the end of it, we might start getting 24 news. I'm excited for that. Uh, but that is going to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Appreciate you all for making it to the end. Let me know what you think about everything we just talked about today. And make sure you like, subscribe, comment, follow, five-star review, all the stupid stuff that, con uh, that YouTube content creator people ask you to do, because it truly does help. I got bills to pay. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. See you next time.